0: All right, here we are. Seems like these uh these editions of the Audible are coming like rapid fire now. It John. is, Bo. It's still one week away, but it seems like the weeks are getting jammed <laughs> up and clogged up with all kinds of crap going on. And man, I tell you that, John, we we've been around a, well, around a lot of training camps. By the way, this is the Audible. John Kinjemy, Kim Bo, Camper with you. And we've been around a lot of training camps. And this this has been a this has been a funny and strange and, and interesting. Training camp, you know, it starts out with the the quarterback situation, and then you you are kind of watching that offensive line, and and now here you you roll in, and and all of a sudden, you know, you got cut down day coming. I think if they got to be at, uh, the, I, I believe they got to be at fifty three by four o'clock on Saturday. I believe that's the right. the timing of it. And uh, this team's already jumped the gun. I, I think cutdown day has already started. I think cut down I tell you, if I'm if I'm in that locker room right now, I've got my head on a swivel. <laughs> look, <laughs> How many it, reps did look, I get today? You up, know that what? Turk to be walking <laughs> That's in there right. in, in, in any moment because you know, look at the, you know, it's surprising to me that you know TJ McDonald earlier in the week. You know, bit of a surprise, but yeah. it doesn't doesn't shock me. Hasn't been playing that much, and 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 I think he was. I think I think when I look at TJ. In this defense, I don't know that he had a spot. I don't know. He wasn't a linebacker, you know, and, yeah. and I don't think that, you know, I think his coverage skills weren't quite what, what you know, what, what this team is looking for right now. So I think he was kind of a man without a position. Uh, and, and the fact that he's hasn't been practicing a little bit, so he, he becomes a casualty early on. Will Holden, the, the offensive tackle, n- not a surprise there whatsoever. Jordan Mills, they let go. Clive Walford, they let go. Chase Alamut, they let go. No surprises there because I think they put a flyer on Walford. Comes in, really really didn't do anything to set himself apart in that room. And you got the young guys. A lot of young guys. In Gusecki. uh, And you got... uh, Durham Durham Smythe, yeah, uh, you know those guys in there, and and, and so there's a lot of a lot of youth in there working working through the way, and you got Nick O'Leary who's who's done everything, who's really has been the most he's been the most consistent, most productive guy that you've got in that room. So that doesn't surprise me. The one that kind of surprised me was Akeem Spence. You know, Akeem is a guy that you know not a. Not a, not an old guy. I say that because when you start looking at, these at the guys, roster, start looking at the <laughs> roster and the guys that are leaving the roster, you know, you look at Akeem Spence, and I I think he was, you know, six years in, seven years in, yeah. maybe something like yeah. that. They let him go, and here was a guy that, you know, he wasn't going to be your starter, but he was a good rotation guy. And I always thought when he played, he played hard and he made plays. And, and then so they decided to let him go. And you look in that defensive tackle position now, you talk about a youth movement. The oldest vet in there is going into his 4th year in the league. So you got guys going in their 3rd year, 2nd year and rookies going in there. That that is a young young I'm going to say young but certainly talented when you got Gottschalk and you got Vincent Taylor and you got Christian Wilkins. Those 3, you know, any one of those 3 could be a pro, pro bowl guy for you. Down the road, and Wilkins, you would expect to be a Pro Bowler multiple times during his career, but 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 you take numbers out of there,
1: John. I just thought it was strange, you know, uh, with Akeem Spence in terms of we saw a lot of him, and he was productive, and he was he was able to move around that defensive line and and be able to give you what you expect out of a guy. You know, he's seen a lot of football, he's been around a lot of football. And I, I just thought it was shocking. I thought he was going to be a guy that you could count on yeah. in that rotation for the Miami Dolphins. Now, there is a youth movement on this team, not only a defensive tackle. Yep. It's it's Everywhere, all across yep. the board in terms of where you're looking at. And that takes me back to T.J. McDonald. Here's a guy that's seen a lot of football. Yep. He's played free safety. He's played strong safety. He's played close to the line of scrimmage. He's He's played man coverage against tight ends. He's done a little bit of everything. But when you look at the way that Patrick Graham the defensive coordinator wants to play on defense and you look at the way the head coach and Brian Flores uh what his what he accentuates it's speed it's yep. trigger it's tenacity it's it's things that are moving at a rapid pace and i think that the way that they are using those guys in the defensive secondary, especially Minka Fitzpatrick, I think that was probably the key. Jamal Wiltz, Mm. those types of guys, when they're moving them in and out of position, what I mean by that is back off the line of scrimmage and then towards the line of scrimmage. You've got quicker, more agile bodies that they're using in multiple defensive sets. I think TJ was kind of caught in between of a scheme change. Because there's no doubt this guy can play football. There's no doubt in my mind that he's going to contribute somewhere in the National Football League. But
0: he's got to play in a more traditional defense where you've got a strong safety, a free safety, and you're not moving guys. Multiple hats. It's like a merry-go-round in there. I'm not saying that in in a derogatory fashion. It's just guys are going to be in different spots depending. And I think a lot of this, John – reflects on the way the game's being played right now. Right. The, the emphasis the emphasis on offense and John, I, I've been watching whether it's high school football, college football now that's started, and NFL preseason games. Boy, I tell you what games kinda change. I'm a little throwing bit. the ball around because yeah. you know there's, there's a every time you put the ball up in the air now there's a 50-50 chance you're gonna get a pass interference call. <laughs> right. Right? Right. So why not keep the ball in the air? And but but if that's gonna be the case then you better have a lot of lot coverage of guys, guys, a lot of coverage guys, speed guys, guys that can get to place, guys that can cover. Ergo, you look at the you look, the, you look at the linebackers, the Same Rayquan McMillan and Kiko, both of those guys, you know, good good overall players, but their strength uh, their strength isn't in coverage. Now I think maybe at one point you could probably said about Kiko. I'm not sure if that's the case now, but you look at Jerome Baker. You look at Sam Aguavon. Right. You know those are two guys that can play the run with their speed, and and they're big enough and strong enough to do it. But they they've got skills to cover. They can cover a tight end. They can cover a back out of the backfield. They can play in the slot. They can do a lot of different things. So you know I'm watching this team and and and, I'm, and I see you know Kiko's not there and and Raquan's not there. Now TJ's and, gone. And has gone. But, but from just from a linebacker standpoint, you know this nine times. Well, I would say eight out of ten snaps. This team's only running with two linebackers. I know it. You know, you're not seeing three linebackers. You're what? not seeing four linebackers. And you
1: have the emergence of a guy like Nick DeLuca who yep. can play a couple of different yes. spots that is is maybe, you know, the, the coaching staff saying, Hey, we we got a guy that's a one year linebacker. Yeah. We can mold him into what we want to be yep. and we project him three years or two years or eight games or yep. twelve games, whatever their that mindset is, how their evaluation's going on a player like yep. that. That if somebody went down, he could play three different spots yes. for me, and, well, and and not have the trepidation of going. Well, he can't do this, and he can't do that. Yeah. He can do a little bit of everything, which makes him fit into this scheme a little bit better. And,
0: and, and you know, when I look at a guy like Nick Deluca, I, it 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 remind it, and it's kind of in a reverse situation. You know, we had Rob Nikovich here. Mm-hmm. Rob was a good player, but he was just you know he just didn't fit the scheme here, and and so the Dolphins released him in the last cut of his first year. New England picks him up, and he probably has another, he has eight or nine really, solid, years. really productive yeah. years up in New England, doing just what you're talking about. Guy can do a number of different things. They used him to rush. He was good against the run. He, he was good go on special teams. Special teams, yeah. did. And and so you know that may be the, the the Nick Deluca role to be that third linebacker that comes in and does some different things for it. You. Because you're a little bit bigger, a little more stout, and stuff like that. But th- this is going to be. It's going to be Jerome Baker, and it's going to be Sam McGuavin's team. That's their defense, that, that, yes. that's their linebacker. Those Absolutely, are, those, are, those guys are going to play almost every play, and then they may pepper in the line lineback, another linebacker here and then. But but it kind of, you're starting to see this defense and 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 kind of scheme wise where it's going. We've seen it so far, and, and it's uh, it's going to be a defense that I think is going to is going to morph as the season goes on, and they get to know more about what the guys that remain on the roster come you know come after Saturday. Uh more that they can do. You know, you you may have some guys on defense that are gonna play twenty or thirty special I don't know how many special teams plays there are a game, but twenty-five special teams plays and maybe Five or six plays on defense, right,
1: right. Especially the way the fourth preseason games notoriously go, it's three plays and out. You know, you're punting. You know, it's three plays and out back to you. You're back on on the field if you're a special teams guy. So you may get. Equal snaps early in the game if, if there's not a team that gets on a 10 play, you know, yep. 80 yard drive or whatever whatever the case may be. So you're going to see a lot of different bodies, even though th- there was a lot of exit, early exits yep. off of this roster, you're still going to see guys like a Trey Watson, you know, come in and play a lot of snaps. You're going to see a Terrell Hanks play a lot yep. at linebacker and a lot of special teams. So you'll, and, and those defensive backs that are the nickel guys or the dime guys, yep. they're all going to be in there playing a and, lot of and snaps. I tell
0: you, the other thing too, John, is you look at the, I'm thinking here with this team, undrafted free agents. You're going to have three start. Sam's going to start. Uh, Calhoun. uh, uh Shaq yeah, Shaq. Calhoun is going to start. Right. And then you you may have Preston Williams. You know, if he if he if he can catch the ball this week. If he showed gets back and, and, and he needs to get the confidence from the coaches back, right? That, hey, I'm that guy that can go up and catch balls and, you know, he, he if he's not a starter, he's going to play down. Yes. So those there's a three guys, three undrafted free agents that could affect your starting lineup and or give you a lot of plays. There may be another five undrafted free agents that, that make, make this the team. roster. You're right. May not be every down players. Maybe special teams guys. But boy, I don't know that I've been around or seen a team, John. Where there have been that many undrafted, you know, there's usually one or two guys that kind of they sprinkle there, in, sprinkle have in, a hot and, camp and they become and, like you know Chase Allen, you right. know, Mike
1: Hall, those guys they came in as free agents. Well, look at look at you know Montre Hardage and Nick Needham; those yeah, guys are going to yeah, play a lot yeah, of snaps yeah. in the secondary for the Miami Dolphins in this game. They played a lot of snaps yep. in the preseason. They like something about that quick twitch, and you add a you know a couple of guys that might have been drafted in a Cornell Armstrong. Yep. You know those are the types of guys that have really flashed on special teams that have played fairly solidly after the first preseason game, yep. maybe, and, and got their feet underneath them and got used to the, accustomed to the speed of the game. But you're going to see a lot of those yeah. guys this week.
0: Yeah, no, and then uh, you know, and then you add to that we talked about the, the the undrafted free agents, and then you got a rookie like Michael Dieter. You know he's going to be lining up playing there. That's right. Christian's going to be lining up. They're playing a, a lot of snaps for you, so it, it's going to be it's going this 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 is going to be a, an interesting roster when all is said and done. And, and let's not forget, they can go out and pick up some guys. And I'm not I I, I wouldn't be, I I would, I would be shocked if they didn't pick up three to four maybe five guys off of the off the scrap heap. Yeah, and uh, you, come come the draft. And you got to
1: remember too, uh, on that defensive front, we we still have in the background Robert Kim yeah. Who, who is g- rounding yet. himself into shape to, so he can contribute somewhere down the line yeah. because I, I think when you look at a former first-round draft choice and a guy that has kind of burnt, burnt, burnt his oh, yeah. opportunity yeah. one spot, he, he might fit in down the road where he's a guy that all of a sudden, he's another young yeah. guy that you add to this roster that can contribute at a high level. And, and
0: you know you, you roll the dice on a guy like that because he's got such immense talent. The upside, yeah. If you can get, you can get him to be the guy he should be, uh, both as a player and both as a guy, a person, um, then, then you've got you hit a home run, right? You know, and, and look, you know, Randy Moss was a tough guy to deal with. He went to New England and, and flourished. That's right. New England, he knew flourished everywhere he was yeah. at, pretty he, much. So he had a lot of so, talent. You know, yeah, Bo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of talent. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm stretching. I'm stretching.
0: <laughs> but anyway, I mentioned Michael Dieter because I think we're going to get the, get a chance to sit down with uh, with Michael, and uh, it, it'll be interesting to talk to him. Just because what he's gone through, I mean, walking in, thrown in here there, You man. are, you're in, and and you're gonna get, you're, you're gonna, you're, you're go, gonna, go, go sink or swim. But you're yeah, gonna, you're gonna get a lot of, but chances. you're gonna be swimming. You're gonna be swimming all season long. Yeah. So the, the faster you learn, so him and then the guy we didn't expect, Shaq Calhoun, pops right. up and and and, and kind of lands that job opposite him on the other side. He's been doing the same thing, and so you got another two young guys. On that offensive line, that are gonna gonna play, you know, they're they counted don't get, on. They don't they're get hurt. On those, to guys are, those guys are those guys gonna play every every snap. You know what? And you watch you
1: watch him play as a tandem, and you've got Daniel Kilgore yeah. in the middle. Uh, you know when,
0: this, when we haven't seen him with Tuil
1: that much right which helps w- right and that's going to help out a lot too with, with Michael on that side but uh, you you watch him play and the mistakes were, were numerous in, yeah. in preseason game number one but then they fought back a little bit and and they got they trimmed those you know yes. they corrected some of those now not saying that they played perfect but they trim their mistakes they're mentally made, and it, physically yes,
0: they're getting better at both at right. Both the mental side of the game and the physical side of the game, each and every day. Yes. And, and but for an offensive lineman, you, you need to got to play. Right? I mean, I remember walking. You know, early on, you'd see them kind of leaning one way or another, ducking their, you know, the heads, dropping their heads, and you know, defensive alignment take advantage of yes. <clears throat> of those things. And, and and now you see them a little more, a little more squared up, keeping their heads up, and you know, and they look, they're they played as many, they played more downs. Those two guys have played more downs, I would guess, than anybody on this team. Since since uh, since the Start preseason of, games yes, began, and you could throw in the inter squad scrimmage or whatever else, and the practices against Tampa Bay, they've taken as much snaps as anybody on, on this football team, and they're going to continue to tell. Ta- I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the game in New Orleans that they're, they're not they're, they're not playing at least half of that football game, and who knows, maybe more.
1: Yeah, you don't know, and and it, I think that's the great unknown about going into a preseason game number four, because it is an, the last opportunity, not particularly for those two yeah. guys, but for other guys. guys on the roster to, to have a chance. I mean, you lose a guy like Jordan Mills, who was a seven-year veteran, yeah. you, you release him, who's the next guy yeah. up? You know, you, you have to kind of look through and see who's going to get that playing time. Is it Joan Smith? You know, is it Isaiah Prince who was drafted? You know, are they going to get the majority of those snaps at tackle to prove if they can sink or swim or be counted on if something were to happen in the regular season? Heck, those guys might have to play and start
0: a number of games. You know, typically you go into this this fourth preseason game, and and usually I could probably pick out and say, you know what, there's maybe – two jobs available right. going into this game i don't know and I, and that, but this one that number's i mean up there. That, that number that number could be you know, could you have a number could be as high as four or five guys that that right now maybe have one foot in one foot out all they got to do is make enough plays to get that other foot in the yeah. door or not make plays and get that other foot out the door uh, but i think there'll be more more of these guys there's more opportunity i think to find a roster spot in this fourth game John, than I've seen in a long, long time.
1: You know, it's funny, Bo, because with the early releases of some of the guys that the Dolphins have let go, you know, those guys are out on the street. So there's a vacancy hanging. You know, when you look at the Miami Dolphins roster, it'll be interesting to see who gets released around the league and who the Miami Dolphins feel like they can take a Mm -hmm. a shot at to to add either depth or continue that... That young uh, player that they see an upside to that they kind of stick on the practice roster that that's at offensive tackle or defensive tackle yeah. or at linebacker or at you know or at wide receiver depending on how the chips fall to continue to stockpile this because with the releases you know there's a lot of money and there's a lot of dead money but there's a lot of money that the Miami Dolphins are kind of stockpiling as yeah. they look forward to the future uh, of this plan of trying to get this roster where it needs to be not only this year but in Year two and year yeah. three for Brian Flores.
0: Well, if if, if you're if you're forty eight to fifty three in this roster, rent don't buy. No, that, rent don't if you're, buy.
1: If you're thirty eight to forty, yeah, yeah. you know to forty six teammate,
0: can we can we just stay in that hotel <laughs> that you're putting the bill for us? Can we just we get a reduced rate. There? That's yeah, right. Stay there for uh, as long a as i because two months because you know and, and and watching you know watching Chris Greer over the years and watching these you know they're they're going to churn those last. If there's if there's a guy that's one step better than someone else that's thirty five to fifty three, then that guy's gone, and you're going to pick up that guy that you think yeah. is maybe got a little a little more juice in the tank, a little more a little more something, or a little more potential, right. or a little younger, or you know, I think younger things it's... all become factors now in, in the bottom. In, in a man, I tell you what, I I want to I, I got to get up to thirty, man. I gotta get up to thirty because anyone below that, it, it's a, I it. boy, it's a slippery slope. It's going to be a slippery slope all year long, I believe.
1: It'll it'll be a work in progress. You yeah. know, this is a team that obviously is looking for talent and they're going to find it, you know, within the National Football League uh, when cut day comes. I, I think they may there may be a few additions, you know, that w- would surprise us. Just as the surprises left the roster, you kind of go, wow, TJ McDonald or yeah. Akeem Spence or Chase Allen. Now, now you're going to find some guys that you may not be so familiar with their names, but they could play a role on this yeah. team.
0: Well, and, uh, you know, We've seen enough of this defense to understand that it's going to be a multi-look defense. I, I mean, well, you've you've seen just about everything out of them: three-man lines, four-man lines, shift to the strong side, shift to the weak side. Guys standing up, guys standing up. What, yeah, right. one one or two guys with their hand yeah. in the dirt. You know this. You know, so you're going to see a lot of a lot of different things. And so, as guys get cut from other teams, oh, that guy might that guy fits our scheme better than this guy does. Let's plug him in. And do that, but uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, this, this is going to be an ongoing um, an ongoing process throughout the entire season. It always is, but maybe a little more volatile uh, with, with this group this year. But it's clear to see they want to get younger, they want you know, younger is cheaper, one thing, yes, and 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 I think they want to get guys that are younger that they feel are going to be here for a while that they can mold and fit into this particular scheme and and where they've seen some skills that they have that they know hey I can use this guy whether it's for whether it's two or three situations a game right or 10 or 12 situations a game where they can plug that guy in and he's going to do specifically the one thing that they feel that he can take advantage of, of his skills in the course of that game. Well,
1: Not only is this organization building this team or building this roster to try to be competitive in 2019, but when you take a look back at the draft choices the Miami Dolphins have had over the past two or three seasons, a lot of these guys are playing significant roles on this roster. They want to continue to stockpile that. They want yep. to continue to do that, in not only in free agency, which they'll be probably very active in and selective in, but with that next year's draft, whether it be at quarterback, whether it be at linebacker, whether it be a, a playmaking wide receiver, whether it's a shutdown corner, opposite X. if that doesn't emerge this year, yep. and they have to do it by committee. I, I think those are the types of things that this organization is trying to put themselves in a position position of strength not only with dollars, not only yeah. with money to go out and get resources, but with the draft to yep. continue to build on the Xavier Howard, yep. the Laramie Tunsels, you know, the Christian Wilkins, yep. uh, those types of players that are that are stars, that are guys that are going to be good in this team, good for the Miami Dolphins yep. for not only this year, but years to
0: come. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's funny, we are talking about Nick DeLuca number 58, it always reminds me of someone, because I used to wear 58 when I was here, and, and I remember I remember after my, after my my uh, after my after I got after I got released, mm-hmm. you know, I, I my, the equipment manager was a friend of mine, and so the first year out, he wouldn't give anyone my number. Yeah, no one wore fifty eight the next year. My my first year out uh, football, and, and then the next year they, they gave fifty eight. I think they gave it to Barry Krauss mm-hmm. Signed Barry the old Alabama. I remember. Yeah, and uh, so I remember going to the game. I went to the game with my wife, and she she sees a guy running over fifty eight. She goes, oh. Oh, the guy's wearing your your number. I thought they were I thought they were going to retire your number. <laughs> I said, well, if he has ten good years, maybe they will. <laughs> so, so, now my hope for getting my number retired is, is falls Nick on DeLuca? Nick DeLuca. Come on, if, Nick. If Nick! Can give me get t- Nick, give me ten, 10 good, years, good years. Get baby. that fifty-eight retired. Then I can claim I can claim they retired. Yeah, my, my number's
1: up in the rafters. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, fifty-eight. Look at it up there. <laughs> Come on, Nick. Yeah. I'm hey, both. if pedigree
1: means anything, he had a a, a hell of a, a college career. Yeah. At North Dakota, I mean,
2: well, at North Dakota it's State. It's funny
0: because I went to school with a guy named Nick DeLuca. And uh, boy, and he was as dumb as a fence post. and, uh, and But he was one of those guys, you say, hey, Nick. I bet you can't run your head through that wall right now. Which like, I can. Watch me. <laughs> Boom.
1: You know, I've got two left shoes. I just on. hope Watch that Nick is this. not that kind of Nick DeLuca, <laughs>
0: <laughs> because if not, so, you know, fifty-eight is going to be. It's still going to be in play for, for for a long time. That's in, funny. Uh, well, I, hope,
1: I hope number sixty-three is a guy we can count <laughs> well, on yeah, this year. Yeah. Right. In fact,
0: uh, Nick. Yeah, here he comes, Michael DeLuca – or uh, Michael Dieter coming in, and uh, I tell you, here's a guy that uh, you know was 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 thrown into the fire, given a challenge, and. You know, I remember him talking about, and I'm sure we'll talk about, it, but the first time he lined up and saw 93 uh, Indominus Sue over there, going, "Ooh, that's Indominus Sue." And I remember after, after practice, someone asked me, said, yeah, "That guy's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's big, he's quick, he's strong. Yeah, exactly. He's pretty good." But uh, but he's been in there and, and getting, like you said, like we talked about earlier, getting better, understanding the game, and uh, and so uh, here comes my, let's have a little talk with Michael. Hi, we're here with uh, Michael Dieter, and uh, Michael, it's been uh, kind of a whirlwind for you. Uh, you get drafted, uh, you come in here, and you go to OTAs, mini camps, and all that, and you can ride right in the season, and uh, you, you kind of got thrown into the fire here, didn't you?
2: Uh, a little bit, yeah, um, but it's been fun. Yeah. Um, the best way to learn is by being thrown into the fire. You're either going to adapt or, or you'll fall, so it's been really cool to just yeah. get out there and, and, and play.
0: It, it, it seems like nothing new to you. You went to college, you went to Wisconsin, just got thrown in right there, and Played virtually every year, every down, every snap while you were there, right?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Um, I did redshirt my yeah. freshman year, but after that, it was it was all going. Yeah. So yeah, same thing. Just get in there and get playing. I mean, that's the easiest way to learn. Just yeah. Get out there and, and start doing it.
0: Hey, you're you're an Ohio kid. What got you to the University of Wisconsin? Was it the tradition of their uh, of their offensive line and, and what they've done? I mean, you kind of look at Wisconsin and everyone. You know, you talk about the running game and you talk about the offensive line. It, when, when you when when I think about Wisconsin,
2: yeah, it was it was definitely the offensive line tradition. I yeah. mean, it was definitely my best offer as well. Yeah. But then when looking at the other schools and what do they do offense wise, yeah. what do they have for an offensive line coach, all that stuff, Wisconsin was kind of a no brainer. If you want to play O line, go there.
0: You, you've been an All American. You were a second team All American. You started a bunch of games at, at Wisconsin. Um, so you obviously had a lot of success in college. What's different about the game you're in right now than than the college game? You know, we talked to receivers and running backs and different things about it, but the offensive line, a lot more technical in a lot of ways, and even more so, I think, when you step up to this level from the college game.
2: Definitely. I would say the biggest difference has been mental stuff, like the verbiage of the offense Mm -hmm. and then mentally how smart defense and linemen are in the NFL, how smart linebackers are. They know what you're trying to do, and they know how they need to beat you, and in college, you don't see that. You just see guys just playing with effort pretty yeah. much and, and using yeah. their athleticism and stuff to make plays. But here, smart, well-coached, I mean, just well-rounded players. So there's never a time where it seems sort of easy. Yeah. I mean, guys are too smart. They play too hard. It, it's it's faster, definitely. But I think the biggest thing is just how smart the guys are that you're playing against. They yeah. know how they need to beat you and what you're good at and what you're bad at.
0: You, know, you come out of college, you know, you're a big guy, you're, you're grown, but – These are grown men, grown men with families, and grown men that you know that 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 are trying to earn a living, uh, and it is reflected in the way that the game's played. I believe.
2: Yeah, definitely. You can definitely feel that there's people with kids. I mean, cars they have to pay off. I mean, it's a lot different. It's not just you're going to school and playing football at the same time. It's football, and that's it. That's your job. That's your life, and that's your livelihood. And it's it's cool. It's really fun to just. It's just kind of a different feeling. It's cool. It's yeah. just straight football all the time.
0: When you uh, when you got drafted, you and your family. I don't know where you were, but what, what was the uh, what was the experience when when you you finally you got the call that the Dolphins were drafting you, and you knew you were going to go in the NFL. You knew you were going to go in the NFL anyway. But you know where are you going to go? Where you're going to end up? And coming from Wisconsin is probably tough. Uh, you know. Giving up that, that, that freezing cold weather and coming yeah. down to tropical South Florida. Yeah,
2: super tough. <laughs> no <laughs> snow anymore. That was the biggest thing right away is everyone was like, Oh, we can't wait to come just have vacations yeah. at your house. Yeah, I was that's like, right. Hey, why not? I'm gonna be in Miami, so come on down. But I'll miss the snow a little bit, honestly. I like yeah. to snowmobile stuff like that. So in the off seasons I'll I'll definitely go back to ride snowmobiles and, and do all that. But then once I get cold, yeah. I'll be able to come
0: right back. From a from a from a on field um, I don't know what it was like in Wisconsin during the summertime, but the humidity here, the heat, the environment's got to be different. For how difficult has it been for you to uh, to get yourself acclimated to the? I always say down here, it's it's you know that you go up to the cold and you don't get tired, you just get cold. Mm-hmm. You come down here and you get tired, and it's humidity you will take your legs right out from under if you're not prepared for it. Definitely,
2: it was. It's been a work in progress. I'm still not there. I'm getting there. It's just it's just getting used to being in the heat. It's kind of getting used to just being tired like you got to dig deep and and know that the elements are kind of working against you and digging deep and just finding a way to still play with good technique still play smart even though you just feel the sun beating on you it's humid you can't really catch your breath it feels like you're just breathing in water some days but a lot different than being up in wisconsin it it never got near as it does here
0: hey so so here you are you were two weeks away from opening day um and and if if all everything stays the same, you're going to be the guy that's lined up there on on opening day to to start things off. Um, and you've already been through another. You've already had two offensive line coaches. Pat Flaherty was your your first guy, and then you know he he you know he he moved out, and and now you got Googs and uh, uh, two different kind of guys. But you know I always say I, I every offensive you you've had offensive line coaches your whole life. They're all the same guy, aren't they? They may look different. One may be tall, short, fat, skinny, whatever, Mm -hmm. but they all seem to be the same guy. (laughs) Are you seeing the same thing with uh, the guy here in this league?
2: They all have their little quirks and and different ways to motivate you. Some of them are more soft-spoken and and try to be more encouraging. Other guys are just intense. They tell you what you're doing wrong, and they're blunt about it, and it's easy. And both of them work and it's it's nice, but at the end of the day they're an online coach. Yeah. They're gonna be pretty intense, they're gonna be stern, they're gonna make sure your technique's flawless, and they're gonna make sure they're gonna hold you accountable. Yeah. They're not gonna let anything slip. So
0: you you talked about terminology. Is it and I, I've always been kinda it, it seems like in the last, I don't know, de- decade, maybe not a decade, but you know, it, it used to me – when I was playing it was the the, the terminology and you know, off it was pretty quick. Short terminology gets you in and out of the huddle. Is the verbiage a lot longer now? It's Now it seems like, you know, it's like a, a paragraph when, when, when these guys are calling plays. Is that different than, than what you had throughout your college career?
2: Yeah, the play calls are definitely longer. And then I would say the biggest thing is when we get to the line, mm-hmm. there's so many different things, like versus like I yeah. want this, 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 and this. Versus like I want that, that, this, yeah. and this. Whereas in college it was this play. You're gonna run this yeah. versus any look, just make it work. Yeah. Now it's we have this for that yeah. and then we have this for that, and that's good because we need that. It's yeah. the NFL, you need to be able to make adjustments. And if you can't think and, and dissect all that, yeah. then you don't have to go to school. All you have to do is play football. Yeah. So
0: you can learn it. Yeah, I think easy. the funny thing too is as as a player defensive lineman in this league and you play an offensive line, you know, some of those changes come like almost almost as the ball's being snapped, right? Mm-hmm. Someone moves the last, last second, someone moves you all of a sudden, all the signs change word. and you can't say anything, Just but go. you, you've got to go. You've got to learn to adapt. And, mm-hmm. and I think for a young offensive lineman where that happens a lot, th- that's got to be one of the difficult things for you is, is – you you kind of locked in like you said in college. You can look I, this guy's my guy. I got to hook him. He's on my outside shoulder. Okay, maybe I got to get a little deeper and get or, mm-hmm. or you got to figure it out where. But now it's this guy's here. and Now someone moved here, and then a linebacker came up and here, and all this is happening within two seconds of the time they're snapping the football. Exactly. And you got to make those decisions some a lot of times on, on the move.
2: Yep, without even being able to communicate it. So yep. you got to make sure you got to trust that the guys around you see it, know it, can think of it, and boom. And it's it's beautiful when it all comes yeah. together like that, but it's a mess when it yeah. doesn't, and you feel like crap.
0: You 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 know it's pretty unique here. Uh, they got you and Shaq Calhoun. Look like you guys are both going to be two rookies starting, uh, and, and and it's pretty unusual in the NFL. But I think the thing that has helped you out, I would assume, has been the fact that they made this decision early on. And you guys, between the two of you, man, you guys have gotten a lot of snaps mm-hmm. at practice. You got a lot of snaps up in Tampa during the uh, during the practices with with the Bucks, yep. and, and then in the preseason games, you've been getting plenty of snaps. So you you've put probably uh, compared to your college, you you probably put half of a college season in already in 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 snaps Definitely. since you've been here.
2: Yep, and it's it's been good. I mean, being a rookie and me and Shaq, like we need the reps. Yep. It just every rep's more confidence. Even if you lose, it's why'd I lose. What I do wrong, yep. fix it. So it's nice that, like you said, the made a decision. I really getting a lot of reps. So just every rep, confidence, getting smarter, mentally thinking faster, and, and for both of us, it's been huge. And, and we're getting better, but
0: we still got a long way to go. You got some veterans in that offensive line, but I would assume that after almost every play, you and Shaq kind of get together and and talk. Hey, what'd you see? Hey, what this guy? Hey, geez, you wouldn't believe what this guy did. You gotta, you know, I mean, you gotta compare notes because you're both at that same same spot in your career and mm-hmm. things that other offensive linemen that have been playing for three, four, five, ten years, yep. for them that may not seem unusual, but you guys are like, oh, geez, did you see this? You know, yep. I mean, so I'm assuming you're having a lot of those conversations post play when you're on the sideline and all those yep. those those areas. Definitely.
2: I'll just lean over Shaq and be like, what'd you have? Blah blah blah. And yep. then what's nice is since I'm doing that, I can get Jesse will hear it and go, yep. Oh, that and then Dan might go, No, you guys are both wrong. Yeah cuz Dan just right. runs the show back. Like, no. We're going to do this this and it's nice. So any concerns that we bounce off one another if it's not right, the guys around us yeah. are going to get us right.
0: And you know, it's it, this this offensive line is it, it's 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 going to be it, it's it's important to every football team. It's very it's as important as this team as it is any other team in the league. Mm-hmm. And yet you guys have gotten reps, but you really haven't had that many that many opportunities to be with you're starting five with Laramie in there, with, yeah. with whether it's going to be Jesse Davis on the outside or or whoever's whoever's going to be that guy, you kind of know that you got from 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 that right guard over to the left. You know what your situation, and then whoever they put at that right tackle, I'm assuming it's going to be Jesse Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, you haven't had that much time to work with those guys in game days, in game yeah. situations, yeah. as you will once the season starts. Is that is that hurt you guys a little bit?
2: Um, I don't think so, just because we've gotten a ton of work in practice, yeah. and we got a lot of work in practice at Tampa, which they were practices, but it's... Versus I mean, a different little, team. a little, little different intensity. Dominic and Sue, like yeah, yeah, I was gonna, you name it. That and, was my
0: that was my next thing. I remember you yeah, saying so. I remember you saying you you know you know, you're in the NFL and you get in here and then all of a sudden you you know, the first that first practice that first play you put your hand in the dirt and there's there's 93 sitting across from you and Dominic and Sue.
2: That was weird. It was kind of being <laughs> it was like being a little bit starstruck. Yeah, no doubt. You're just growing up watching the guys yeah. just dominate and then you're like. No, I gotta not get dominated by Adam yeah. Cassu. So it was, it was cool. It was a little scary, yeah. but it was no, cool. it is cool. Are it was super that, cool.
0: Are you a guy that looks at? Look, when, when I came out, when I came out of college, you know, I I, I remember playing. I remember playing my first Monday night game. We we're playing the Buffalo Bills, and one of the first plays, they had a, a fullback. I figured it was named John Brockington or whatever, big fullback they had, and and I was gonna cover. I have to cover him, mm-hmm. and uh, say, no, oh, I got this guy. This guy's like two hundred and sixty pounds. I can run with him. And then they start calling plays, and all of a sudden, they switch the backs, now i got O.J. Simpson. <laughs> and he runs a little arrow takeoff down the field, and I'm trying to chase him down the field. And I'm trying to chase him, I'm going, damn, this is O.J. Simpson. I'm chasing you know, O.J. Simpson. I'm chasing yeah. O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Well, you know, there were other people who have chased O.J. Simpson yeah. since then. But I mean, in that <laughs> circumstance. But, but always a guy that kind of – R- remembered those guys and was always – li- not starstruck, but going, wow, this is – you know, I'm playing – this. wow, this is – Just a cool moment. Yeah, it, like, it is. Amazing. I'm walking into stadiums. I mean, yeah. you know, walking into a new stadium, you know, you're like, wow, this is, this is pretty cool, you know. Yep. It's super
2: cool. Different stadiums getting a feel for how different fan bases yeah. operate. It's just ton of cool experiences.
0: Hey, uh, Googs, we talked about offensive line coaches. And Googs is a guy that uh, – he's one of those – he a little bit of everything. <clears throat> Sure he's a screamer, is. he's a yeller. He's a he's a he's a demanding coach mm-hmm. But he also has that 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 little little knack to to th- that you know that he's doing it. He's doing the best for you. Yeah. He's invested in you mm-hmm. a, 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 and and knowing that that's a betterment for the team. So no matter you know he's kind of like your dad sometimes where your dad has to discipline you but you know when when push comes to shove you you, you know he loves you, you know?
2: Exactly, yep. You never want a coach that's just going to kind of be mean and not really coach you. Yeah. I've had experiences a long time ago where it was just yell, 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 not a lot of coaching. It was just like they thought the way to make an offensive lineman was to just be mean. Yeah. Whereas with Googs, it's both. You yeah. know, Obviously, if you're wrong, he's going to get you right. He's going to let you know you're wrong, but yeah. he's also going to tell you what he wants from you. You're going to watch it on film. You're yeah. going to talk about it. And if you still can't get it right, it's only going to get worse for you because he's taking time to fix it for you. Yeah. So if you don't. He's going to just keep getting a little more angry, angry, and sooner or later, yeah. you'll get it right. So
0: September 8th, Baltimore Ravens come to town opening day. Your folks going to be in uh, in the stands? They will be. Yeah. Yep, yep they'll they, be here. They've got to be pretty excited about that, I would imagine.
2: Yep, they came down for uh... – the first preseason game against Atlanta, yeah. which was cool, but to get him for a regular season, yeah, no, they'll be, they'll love that. It's gonna be sweet.
0: So, I, I, yeah, that that's gonna be good. And I, I'm I'm looking, for, I'm sure you're gonna you're looking forward to that. 'll be a, a great day for you. Yeah. And and I gotta do this. You, you know, you're a first. We've had a lot of people come in here and and do the audible for us, but you you hold the honor as the first guy ever to come in in full pads. So nice. you know, so you got that. You, you got prepped you, and ready. You, no one can take no, <laughs> just in case. No one can take that away from you. I thought I was going to have to go one to have some one on one pass rushing <laughs> with worn you. I should on my helmet the whole Throw time. Throw a quick arm. Yeah, quick. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> going to be like old. You've been like old Ricky Williams when yeah. Ricky Williams did interviews with his helmet on. Hey, Michael, wish you the best of luck, man. Stay healthy out Thank there you. and I know you've been working your Thank ass you. off, and yep. you can see the improvement day to day, and. uh you know, there's, there's gonna be this gonna be this gonna, gonna be a good trip for you here in the NFL with the Miami Dolphins and, uh, and enjoy the ride, but go out and, and kick some ass. We'll do. All right, appreciate it. All right, Have thank you. <laughs> All right, so uh, Michael Dieter, guys working hard. He got a great attitude. Great attitude. I, like I said, first guy to come in, walking here in full pads.
2: Oh, that, that, he, said, that I, the, he,
0: said, he said, "If I'd have known that, I'd have brought my helmet and worn that too."
1: <laughs> I got a mental picture now I'll never get out. Just seeing him, you
0: know, you're a big man, right? Yeah. yeah. He's
1: sitting. He's sitting in his chair with his shoulder pads on. He looked like he was
0: seven feet tall. He was fine. He was fine when he sat down. But trying to get up with his legs <laughs> under here, I, I, I thought we were going to have to move the whole table to get him out. Get him out because he had his cleats, his cleats were yeah, dragging he was in the carpet. St- stuck to and, the carpet yeah. here. <laughs> but uh, you know, hey, he's one of those guys. It's uh, y- you know, and, and this is going to take me to the next. The next thought is, which is always next thought, but always the first thought around here now is, is that quarterback. Yeah. And, and and whether it's you know whether it's 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 going to be. Jake, whether it's going to be Josh, whether it's going to be Ryan, um, they're going to depend on Michael Dieter and Shaq Calhoun and all those guys up front to, to carry the load, and 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 they've got to grow up fast. Um, the quarterback competition is still on. Don't I have no idea,
1: John? I don't think anybody does. No to be idea what's going to go
0: on Thursday night uh, as far as starters. If I was to guess it. I would guess that Josh starts, uh, Rosen starts, and gets maybe, maybe, maybe the, the equivalent of first preseason game, series maybe two, gets out, and then unless uh, Jake Rudock take the uh, take the reins the rest of the way, that's what I would expect. If it were
1: my guess, I'd probably be along the exact same yeah. lines. But I think we're going to see a, l- a lot of Jake Rudock, and and that's a good thing. He needs to play. He needs to play. He's played well. Yeah, uh, he's done a good job. But I do think that. You know, with the uncertainty with Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. and him not feeling so good you know throughout the week, yeah. uh, I would think that Josh Rosen would play might start, uh, maybe play a couple series depending on how many the play count, yeah. uh, how it's going up front. Because they're still, you know, the most important game is September eighth, and yep. h- how they're going to decide to roll with uh, the starting quarterback, or maybe it's a maybe it's a blended situation to, to yep. start the season. I'm not quite sure that I think everything's on the table yep. right now because there hasn't been one guy that you know early on. I thought Ryan Fitzpatrick no, was
0: nobody's put a stranglehold on yeah, that position. I,
1: I thought Ryan Fitzpatrick, with his experience, the way he's through the football, the way he's played at practice, and in in, in the you know the, the scrimmages yep. against. Tampa Bay. I thought he had a little bit of an upper hand, but then Josh Rosen comes along and he plays better every time. You see more of him, he plays a little bit better. Uh, you love the arm strength. You love the escapability yeah. that he showed out on the football field. You like the demeanor. The more, more, you know, the, the more confidence, the more success he's had. Yeah. The more confident he's looked like, not only in the huddle but out on the field, eluding pressure, yeah. making plays on the run, making plays from the pocket. So I, I think, I think the, the decision is still a question mark for this coaching staff. And I don't think Thursday night's going to determine no. whether he's going to start or not. I think that Coach Flores. I think the decision. They, they, I think they've I have think, an idea.
0: I, yeah, I, I think unless he comes out and just lights it up, but I think that decision. I think that decision is made right now, um, and we'll we'll see what it is. But you know, Josh. The one thing about Josh that that really impressed me in Game Three um, was just that willingness to throw the ball downfield, the willingness to drive the ball down the field. You know, we we, we you know we, we watched Fitzpatrick, you know, those little kind of side, you know, dump-offs here and there, threw the one down the field to Gasecki. It yeah, was nice. I was. And we needed to see that, and, and and Mike needed to get that for his own he sure did. well-being. He had a couple, Mike He had, did. had a couple that, that, that really helped out there. But I, I just feel like Josh is a little more of that downfield guy, guys willing to throw the ball deep downfield. You know, there was a couple times an out. I think there was one out pattern that, that fits the ball didn't get there. And so you question his age, you question his arm strength. You know, you know how you get that age and, and, oh, geez, that ball fell a little short. You, you're thinking, oh, does he still have the strength right. to get that ball? Can he still throw that out when you need to throw that out and get it there in a hurry? Uh, those questions arise. I don't think you see those questions with Josh Rosen. No, there's no now, doubt on now, his arm now strength. Now, you may see questions about decision making, decision-making of why did you throw that ball there? Why didn't you go somewhere else? But I don't think it's the I don't think the his issue at this point is I think he's got the strength and the ability to make every throw that you need to throw. Sure. During him. we've seen him do it on the run. We've seen him throw it back across to himself. We've seen a number of things from him that lead you to believe he can get the ball where he needs to get it. It's whether he makes the right choice, whether he eludes or makes the moves in the pocket enough. Because you know uh, you know certainly with this offensive line, it's going to be important for that guy to be able to maneuver his way in and out of that pocket in order to get the ball downfield. oh
1: if it were me, if, if I had the ultimate decision on who I would play, I- I don't know. This this goes against the grain of the National Football League and what you see in franchise guys yep. because we're not sure right now what we have with Josh Rosen. Right. I, I don't think. I mean, we have an idea, we have an inkling. We've seen enough to know he's a good quarterback. He's a quality guy. He's yep. got a good head on his shoulders. He he looks like he can get the job done. But I think I'd have both of those guys like up and ready to go. I I might name a starter, yep. but I would say don't take it as a slight if if we start. Brian Fitzpatrick this week and Josh Rosen the next week yeah. because I just think that whatever is going to be the best scenario for Brian Flores to make a decision to win that particular game yeah. on that week I think mm-hmm. he's going to roll the dice and I don't think so, you, you so, got to get your emotion
2: out so, of it so
0: let's talk about that a little bit John and, and, and with you being a quarterback let's talk about the situation where okay, let, let's assume that Ryan Fitzpatrick is your starter against the Baltimore uh, Ravens mm-hmm. when you open up the season September 8th he comes out four series three and out no product of productivity are we in a situation where it might be hey josh get in there get it in might there. it get might be there. it may be a game by game it, series I, by series it might be i don't or, or think or josh starts and it's and, the and, same and, and he puts two, gets two balls picked off right. by throwing them in the wrong place fitzy you're up fitzy you're up it, it may be that i, I, I it, think
1: you got a clean slate every week to, to... Yeah. If it were me, because one going back to you got to give yourself, you got to give this team. They've, you know, every team in the NFL that works so hard to yep. get to that first game and, and to try to win and get on a roll, yep. try to get that positive vibe going for your season. That's why I, I think that you have to kind of throw all the old kind of you know things that you believe were true right. about the quarterback position on this particular team out the window. Yep. How can I win this game? Is it is it by sticking with this guy that maybe went? three series of three plays and yeah. out or didn't get any points in the first half, does that give me the best chance to win in the second half? Yeah. If it does, you roll with them. Yeah. But if, if your gut tells you it doesn't, you can't stick to, well, I gave this guy the job, he won the job, yeah. let's stick with him, no matter who that guy yeah, is. Right. I, I, think that, I think all options are on the table yeah. for the Miami Dolphins this year, and I wouldn't be surprised to see both of these guys so,
0: play in one game. So with you being a quarterback, John, how do you manage that internally for you? Knowing that... And look, if you're the if you're the guy the starter, and you kind of know that, well, you're you're going in with some extra added pressure. You got the pressure of lining up against the Baltimore Ravens, playing against these guys, doing this and that. And also in the back of your mind is, well, shit, if I don't, if I'm not productive, I'm gonna be sitting over the sidelines. You know there. what they've done or, that, or, or the same thing on the other side. If you're the kid on the sidelines, you're going, geez, I thought I did enough to be, out. you know, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough mind. You got to have two. Two guys that are very strong-willed and confident, I think, to to be able to go through that. I think that the
1: one thing that gets you around that is that Ryan Fitzpatrick hasn't been the guy for X amount of seasons in the National Football yep. League to say like, "This is my team." I played eight years in Buffalo. Right. I was a starter. We had two playoff runs. I know I played X amount of games with this franchise, and we had you know great great teams. And you know, he's been a guy that's kind of been that. Filler that yes. gap stop or you know you the, the, come in and the you guy a to come yeah. in and give you a spark. So I think that allows you your mindset to say, hey, I'm open for anything. I played every yeah. role you could imagine yeah. in the National Football League. I just want to win.
0: Well, I, I, along that lines, just just looking at these guys and being around them, and and, and looking at age and looking at circumstance, right. I think Fitzpatrick would manage that better than Josh Rosen. Because Josh Rosen, to me, is still a little fragile from the standpoint, hey, I was a top-ten draft choice. Then, boom, I get traded after one season. Never happened before. He gets moved, and then he's here in a battle for his life. And so, in the back of his mind, there's got to be a little bit of that. You know, I can't, you know, where if Fitz is having a bad game, gets taken out. He's done that before. He's done that before. It hadn't been been a one-time deal. Not happy with it. Pissed off at himself, but he but he is mad at himself. Right, it's absolutely. Not about, it's not about the coach, it's, it's about, about to, me not getting the job done. For the team. Let me fight back and get it. Whereas right. Rosen may be a little more, oh uh, shit, you know. Here's another step of well, you know. I got news for you. Reality he check better here. get he better get some tough skin well, you know because that, yeah. and, and you
1: know what I think that's the way that Brian Flores runs this team. Yeah. If Josh Rosen throws a pick at practice or or fumbles a quarterback center exchange, he's out. Get yeah. him, go to the wall, yeah. touch the wall. You're out now. For you lost your yeah. opportunity. Next guy's up. So I think they've been. Kind of getting those guys used to that yep. scenario, no matter what position you're at, yep. make a mistake, next guy's up, you're you're in. And and you're gonna get another chance. Yeah. But at quarterback, I just think that the mentality this year's is going to be different than anything yeah, uh, you know that that you've seen in the National Football League because not a lot of teams are in a position where you know you're not going to do that to Ben Roethlisberger, you're yeah, not going to do yeah. that to you know Philip Rivers, you're not going to do that to guys that are established, yeah. guys that are potential Hall of Famers, guys that have won in this league for years. But when you look around the league, gosh, maybe some of the teams should have taken that approach because yep. you're trying to do everything in your power to win this game today. Yep. And I think that's why uh, the practices have gone the way they've gone. I think that's the way the, the coaches have coached them hard. This, this team has to have some some tough love at certain points, yep. and I think you're going to see that throughout yeah, the year.
0: Ultimately, though, the, the, the answer that you need to find is is with Josh Rosen. Well, he's and, the and 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 and, and, and there's it's, well, there's one question: Is he the guy or isn't he the guy? Both of them are important. It's is important to know if he is the guy that we're going to bank the franchise on, because all of a sudden he he's playing like the guy that was the top yeah. ten draft pick. Yeah. He's playing like a guy that you know, like Sam Darnold. I'll give you a good look at Sam Darnold last year. Sam Darnold, you know, had a, a miserable year from a statistics standpoint, but. We watched him play two times and he's got all the talent. No doubt in my mind that this guy's gonna be the guy. Right. He's a franchise guy. And look what he's doing this year. He's coming out and he's he's playing that way. You know, and and so you know, you need to know at the end of this season, clearly, if Josh Rosen is the guy, that's as important as is knowing is he not the guy? You, you know the, the the one thing that the one thing that, that concerns me is it is to have a a situation where you come to the end of the season and you've won I don't care two three six eight ten whatever many games mm-hmm. you've won and you're going well geez we got this guy Rosen we think he's the guy but we're not a hundred percent sure and you've got you know Herbert you got the kid from you got two. Georgia you got the yeah, kid from yeah, Georgia right. you got five or five guys lined up there I think there are four or five guys yeah. that. Any one of them could be franchise guys that you're going to have a choice. You're going to, if, especially if you're on in the, in the lower end of the wind column, you're going to have an opportunity to grab one of those guys. And you got to know: Do we need to do it, or can we go elsewhere because we got our quarterback? That question, to me, is the biggest question of any on this in this franchise right now.
1: I think I've seen enough of Josh Rosen to to know that he's a quality quarterback. That. Has plenty of arm strength. Has plenty of elusiveness within the pocket. Has plenty of smarts yep. at the position that he can be on a roster for a long time. Now, can he be the guy well, that leads you to the Super Bowl? Can he be a guy yeah. that consistently wins? Is he Steve eight? Young or is he Steve Deberg? Okay, right. Okay, mean, right. And the 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 hard part about the evaluation is going to be playing on a team that doesn't isn't quite ready yep. to challenge for X, Y, Z, whatever that, whatever your goals are, ultimately it's a Super Bowl. It's to win a Super Bowl. Is this team going to be ready with him in two years to do that? Is he he good enough to to, to play on a team where he can make guys elevate? He can bring everybody's game up and that team that's a three, four win team now wins six, seven, eight games and you go, wow, it it was because of his play.
0: You've got to have the feeling that the Jets have with Darnold right now Then you know, than with what we got right now, yeah. At the end, you got to say hey, that guy. which a lot enough, enough for him to know that that he can get the job done. We just need to put the pieces around him now, right?
1: I just hope that the light comes on a little bit sooner. Uh, that gives you a clear indication that, that a lot of heads are nodding up and down instead yeah. of ear to ear going. I don't well, know if well, we one have them. Well, one of the them. things
0: that I've said it a couple times since since last week's game. You know, you're looking for that aha moment. You're looking at wow, that wow. Did you see that? And I, I don't, saw a few I don't of know those. That I, saw, I don't know that I saw the, wow, did you see that? But I did see those moments go, oh, wow, that's a nice, that's a nice little You know, deep ball. That's a nice You know, getting out of the pocket, running a little bit, buying some time, yeah. all those things. You saw some really good things from him. Some, oh, that, that was nice out of him. You just need to see that, whoo. Man, that's a throw that not very many guys can make. Right. He that's a that's a guy that that's a guy that's confident that he squeezed the ball somewhere where he probably shouldn't have thrown it in there, but had enough confidence in getting it there I saw, that he got it there. I
1: saw one throw in that game uh against Jacksonville where he was rolling to his left, yep. he turned his hips and shoulders, yep. and he threw a rocket yep. down, you know, close down in front of the line, in yep. front of the Dolphins bench. For me, I go, I I, I didn't I wasn't talking to anybody at yep. the time, but if I was, I would have said Oh man, that was, that That was nice. That was an elite throw. That was an elite throw. Not many guys can do that or have the, have the body control and the arm strength and the accuracy to make that throw.
0: Yeah. And so it's just for him, it's just, you got to see more of those, but uh, that look, that's going to be an ongoing thing. And um,
1: I think that's in every week. Yeah. I, I just, I just don't know why I feel that way. Because for me, going into this week, uh, I'm linking. I'm thinking about the regular season. I'm going, man. I don't even know if it really matters who starts, who, start, who yeah. starts the game, and well, who. Well, the
0: one thing we're, th- the one thing we're not talking about, John, is we're not talking about Coach Flores, and and he still, he still wants to win football games. Oh, absolutely. I, I, look, you, you, he's going to look at you, you. You can't be a head coach in this league. And look at this roster and say, "Hey, we got a chance to get to the Super Bowl." Because let's be frank, it's it's not it's too young, it's not mature enough. You, you don't have that, you know, enough playmakers to say that. Um, but he still wants to win games, and so therein kind of goes more to to what you're talking about. Well, you know, you can if, if if you throw Josh Rosen to the wolves, and he just is struggling all year long, and and you never take him out, he never gets better. You know what's this what's this bullshit about? He wanted to win games, but if you put if you put Fitz in there, don't like what you're saying, You put Rosen in, and then maybe next week you pull him out because he's not. Now you see a coach that is trying to win within what he's got. Right. So he's 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 telling his team that hey we're in it to win it. And and I'm doing every move that I can to make it to, to win well, this well, well, particular to win week, this particular game right now. Whatever it takes to me to, for me to do that, and if that means pulling my quarterback and putting another guy in in the third quarter because he hasn't been productive, that's what I'm going to do if it gives us a chance to exactly. win. Exactly, I, I think everything is on
1: the table with this roster. I think every, especially at the position of quarterback. I just think that it's going to it's going to go against the grain of 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 the normal thinking and he has so far with the moves he's made that's why i think it lends to even though that position's a little bit different with the psyche i think you got to have a frank conversation say guys get over yourself right now because you know fitzy you're going into your 15th year josh you're going into your second year I want to win games. I I want to be here for a long, long time, okay? And I hope that the light bulb goes off for one of you guys and you start all 16 games we're in the playoffs and and things are going great. But I'm going to do – I'm not thinking that far ahead. I'm thinking about the Baltimore Ravens. I'm thinking about how we're going to win this game. Both guys, you guys be ready because I don't know how it's going to go, but you're both up and you're going to start and I hope you finish.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny because the conversations I've had with people as well, if he starts that guy, it means he doesn't care about winning games. Which yeah. I, you know which i, I you know I, this whole this whole concept of tanking um yeah i've seen in basketball i've seen basketball but i just don't uh, i i just don't i don't know how you, i don't know how you do it because quite frankly, you're not going to be safe in this league if you're not going out and, and, and playing at your maximum effort. Because you're doing somebody's, a, somebody's a disservice. You
1: you're doing a disservice to you know that that everybody roster. else, and
0: you're probably doing a disservice to you. But you're going to get blown up by somebody, yeah. and, and you'll be sitting on the outside looking in. That's right. You know? No, so they're, they're
1: doing everything they can. Uh, to get this team ready, because it it is. I mean, when you take a look at the schedule, you better be good early. You better yep. not beat yourself early to have a chance to win. An, you know those first four games.
0: So as we as we as we wrap up this preseason, it's been it's been. You know, a lot of some good things, some bad things. It's, it's, for me, it's been as much watching coaches as watching players. Yes. Because you want to see how these coaches are going to coach. And, and, and I like the discipline. I've said this before. I like, I I like the way they coach the team. I I like the fact that any coach on that field doesn't like something. He can stop practice and, 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 and have that conversation with the guy. And, hey, let's run it again until we get it right. You know, we've seen that enough. I like the fact that the, there, there's an emphasis on doing the things that you can control. You know, not no pre-snap penalties, all these types of things, mental errors. You know, showing up on time, doing all those things that are easy. I like that. Uh, I, I like the fact that the coaches are tough on their players. I like they're pulling guys out and look. I've seen guys in timeout. I've seen guys in the, you know <laughs> go stand over there and I'll tell you when you can come back and don't move until yeah. I tell you to come back. I've seen all that stuff out here and and all that is going back to old school and and, and and toughening up a young football team so they're ready for 16 major battles as the season rolls up. Yeah, over. he
1: he set an expectation for this football team that, you know, from being on time for meetings, being accountable for yeah. what you're wearing at practice, yeah. being accountable for your assignments, you know, from, from A to Z, and it's every day it is, it is on. That meter is pinned yeah. because the urgency to do it right is and to get out of your own way, to, so you, this organization has a chance to win on yeah. a consistent basis. Boy, th- this staff has has done it from day one, and they're not put keeping their you know they're keeping their foot yeah, on yeah, the yeah. gas. Well, look,
0: they're 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 certainly not adverse to pointing a finger at some guy and saying you got to get better. I mean, look, you look at their, you look no further than last week with Kenny Stills. You know, we talk about the Jay Z songs, and I couldn't tell you what. they could have played play twenty Jay Z songs. I wouldn't in a have row, known either, and I wouldn't have known you know what what they were. But but anyway. Pulls him out and says, "Hey, you know, this is about this is about you 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 focusing on what's important, not that other noise, including these songs mm-hmm. and what people are saying and what you've got going on with your owner and this and that. It, it, it's about wrapping your head around what's important, and that's doing your best job. Because if you don't wrap your head around it and you don't you don't show that you 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 belong to be here, and then then you know." we'll move on and we'll find somebody yeah. else that wants to bring that attitude with them. I don't care how many touchdowns you've scored. I don't care how long you've been in the league. I don't care what you've done. If you're not willing to to commit 100%, then and and you got to you you're going to you're going you're gonna to give Eighty percent to football, and you're going to spend twenty percent doing that other stuff. That's not good enough for us.
1: And you know what, Coach Flores said uh, this week in one of the pressers that he had with the with the local media. He said, "You know what? I I've had guys that we've had a release that have done everything I've asked. Yep. They've they've studied film. They they were accountable, uh, being on time. They were given maximum effort. It just didn't work out, and I had to have co- hard yep. conversations. You know, with each and every one of those guys. That thank you for your effort. Thank you for your passion. Yep. Thank you for everything. But it just it's just, it's just not going to happen yep. this year on this roster, yep. and and sometimes it works out that way. So you hope that the guys that are hanging around, you know, give you that every day that yep. gives you a chance to to have a team that's that's worth going out on a Sunday, saying, "Hey, I got a chance to yep. win today."
0: Yeah, it's, it's the easiest job for a coach to when you, when it comes to letting go people, are guys that are out there bullshitting around and not, yeah. not giving you the effort. Th- those guys you don't even you, you, you cut without even you, you bar- barely even a thought to them in right. my mind. Hey, thanks thanks for the effort, but but it's those guys. Like you said, that, and especially when you get down to, you know, the guys that's, that's you know, and Akeem Spencer, TJ McDonald, 52, 53, those guys that have gone in and just done everything and, you know, gone out and bled for you and busted ass and, you know, volunteered to do whatever they could do. Those are the tough cuts for for any coach because you admire those guys, you respect them, and, and you know they gave you everything they could give you. They just don't just didn't fit. Just, just don't fit. Yeah, you know, and so he'll he'll make those calls and he'll make those decisions and 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 we're gonna have a football team that I think you're, that you're gonna see out every week that this season goes on. That's gonna go out and bust their ass and play hard. I, I don't know how many games they're gonna win. I don't know if they're gonna win two or twelve. I don't know if they're gonna win six or ten. I I don't know what those numbers are, but I do feel this. It's gonna be a team that's made up of guys that want to be there. Guys want to bust their ass, and guys that want to win games, no matter what the makeup of this roster is going to be. Yeah,
1: and the and the last test is is Thursday in New Orleans, where some of these guys, as you said, if you're not 30 or above, boy, you better play hard and make sure you're on your on your assignments and and try to limit the mental mistakes and and find a way to flash uh, to hang on and be a member of the Miami Dolphins that get ready for September 8th to play the Baltimore Uh, Ravens. I hope their
0: minds are on that right now because I know my mind on going to New Orleans is where Where am I going to eat. eat?
1: Well, you're focused. I mean, I'm there's focused. a lot for that, right? I'm focused
0: right? on that. You know, but my only problem is I got a place... Stay away from I've the got, hurricane drinks. I've got a place that I've been going since the first time I went to New Orleans. Where are you New going, Orleans. Bo? a place called Mr. B's Bistro. The Brennans have a bunch of restaurants in, in, in New Orleans. They have one called Mr. B's Bistro that I ran across somehow when well, the first time I went to New Orleans with the team... And, and I've gone there every 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 time since. So well, you may have
1: to drag me along with a little you.
0: Barbecued, they have a little barbecued shrimp and grits that is like...
1: Is, is I'm in. I was, I was I'm wrong. in. <laughs> Twist my arm. I'm in. Uh, you think Jeff and Logan, those guys want to tag along with us? Yeah, or? they'd
0: come. They'd come. All you right. Know, chance, you know, look, we won't... We'll. We'll... we'll 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 pay everything. We'll we'll give them. We'll pay one percent of every one of their checks. All right. How about that? <laughs> wow, we'll that's up. That's up from a half a percent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know they they've been pretty good this during this. Pre- Maybe we'll go to two percent. Maybe we'll stretch it to two percent. We'll we'll pick up two percent of the check for them. So I'm we'll in. See. I'm in. Unless they screw up between now and then. Well, then they're
1: on their own. Then they're, they may be on their own. <laughs> I know that track record.
0: All right, that's going to do for the audible for this week. It's the uh, New Orleans Saints to wrap up the preseason, and then uh, and then we strap it up and uh, get next ready to week, roll a week from ten days later, to eleven days later. How many days later? is the Baltimore Ravens coming to town. You do it for real, and uh, and then the season really really gets interesting. John, has been a it's been a good time being around here for the preseason. Uh been a lot yes, of stuff has. going on. It's been interesting. it's been uh, it's been surprising. Uh, we it's, it's been a very, very different training camp, uh, but I've enjoyed every in, in enjoyed being around the coaches. I like the staff. I like the head coach. um I, I like the way they're going. and uh, like I said, don't know what the don't know how many wins they're gonna have. But I'm confident this is going to be a football team that, uh, that if you, if you look at the effort that they give, uh, you can be pretty proud of it as a season. Yeah,
1: player. these guys have worked hard, and yeah. it's I just can't wait to see, you know, who's on the roster, who's starting at quarterback, who's playing at wide receiver, yeah. who's starting at running back, who's the guy at linebacker, who's the you know the nickel. Maybe might, might every week you're looking at yeah, that. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I, okay. That's okay as long as it gives us the best opportunity yeah. to win. I'm all in, man.
0: All right, for John Kajemi, I'm Kimbo Camber. That's going to do it for the audible this week. We'll catch you next week. As this regular season rolls around.